Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. Welcome back to Podcast on the Mount. It's been a little bit. Um, I had started a new job a couple weeks ago, so I was uh, very exhausted after long days of training. But um, but I am back this week, so I hope that uh, you enjoy what we have uh, today. Um, if you forgot, my name is Robbie. And this podcast is um, brought to you by Zion Community Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And this is Podcast on the Mount. And so, um, like I said, started a new job. And um, it's, uh, like I said, it's been tiring. All the training has been done virtual. So it's been a little bit harder um, to really, um, to comprehend everything. But but for the most part, I've gotten everything down. um, Needed some refreshers every once in a while. So that uh that's happening but uh, i'm really enjoy it and it's all work from home too so i never have to leave the house um saves on gas saves money uh time it saves uh, sometimes on food though i can just snack anytime i want to now and uh, not have to worry about it um so it's a it's a it's a it's a great uh, job i think I'm, I'm liking it and uh, but i hope that you have been doing well um, I hope that uh, you've been listening to other podcasts or or, or whatever. I mean, um, I hope life is just treating you well. I hope that you're staying healthy, staying safe. Um, and, you know, if the Lord leads you to get the vaccine, then, um, you know, uh, you're great um, to, you know, to listen to the Lord. Um, you know, I'm not, uh, I don't, I'm not worried about what is between you and the Lord regarding anything, really. Um, I just hope that uh, that you know it's the Lord speaking to you, and I hope that you are listening to his voice. Because, uh, you know, in this world we have so many voices uh, yelling and and screaming and, and saying a lot of information, but we have to remember that the Lord is the still small voice. Um, he'll do big things to get your attention, but when he speaks to you, it's, uh, it's soft, it's, it's personal. Um, you know, when you whisper to someone, you're close to them, um, you're right up by their ear. I mean, it's a, it's almost like a secret, um, that, that you'll experience. And so, but, um, whatever the Lord is doing in your life, I hope you do not keep it a secret. Share with those around you, share with the ones you love, um, and, uh, you know, and, and the Lord will continue to, to bless you, um, you know, with everything that my family has gone through this year. We've gotten closer, and uh, and it's it's great. I absolutely love it. And so, uh, but yeah, another uh, short episode uh, this week. So we will uh, quickly, uh, we'll take a break, and then we'll hop back on, and we'll get into, dive into our word. Just to give you a heads up, we are in John chapter 13. Let me start at verse 11. So, we'll be right back. Okay, so when I go in there for judgment, I need how many points to get into heaven? 1,000. Should be, no problem. I was a good husband. How many points do you think I'll get for that? Oh, two. Two? Well, how much for being a doctor? Now, I saved lives. Hmm, three points. That's it? What about the time I ran into that burning house to save a kitten? That was good. And? Two points. But I could have died. Two points. I banked a lot on that stupid cat. I'm sorry. So to get into heaven, I need... One thousand points. And I have... Seven. It's time for you to go in now. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a pretty good fellow. If all I get is seven points, 
How does anyone get into heaven? They don't take the test. What? Now why not? Because they know they don't meet God's standards. Then how do they get into heaven? They've asked Jesus to take the test for them. They get in on his score, not theirs. Are you putting your faith in what you can do or accomplish? Or are you putting your faith in God? Another message from Lifeline Productions, the comic strip of radio at lifelinepro.com. All right, and welcome back to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed that short little break. So like I said, we're, we are going to be into John chapter 13. Um, and this is something that the Lord had placed onto my heart because, it, like I said, in this world we, we have so many reasons to argue with one another. And uh, we have so many reasons to hate one another, whether, whether it be your political beliefs, your pro or anti-COVID vaccine, or uh, whatever you believe about the pandemic. Um, it can cause strife between uh, one another, whether you are a Christian ver- against another Christian or what's a Christian or against the world or the world against the world. And, um, you know, as I can only speak to those who believe in Jesus and have sect- accepted him into into their hearts that, you know, we're called to um, we're called to love one another. Not just the people who believe the same way or think the same way or act the same way or talk the same way or even look the same way. We are called to love one another despite all of those things. And, um, you know, the Lord will, will impress upon your heart on how you can show that love to to one another. But uh, we're going to be jumping into a verse that we, we know all well. Uh, we're going to be talking, I said, John chapter 13, verse 11. And this is, um, um, you know, this is after, you know, right after Jesus had washed the disciples' feet. And I guess he, he washed everyone's feet um, with, with, uh, with his disciples. He washed, he washed every, every, every one of their feet. So, so um, I hope then to the point that comes up um, for you today, or what the Lord has impressed upon me, I hope that it speaks to you. Um, it impacts you, and, and again, this um, this word is not coming from me. It's coming through me, and it's coming from the Lord through me. So, um, the the words that I say is not Robbie. I hope that um, just in my heart they en- encourage you, and they uplift you. But uh, I, I I get none of the credit for this. So John chapter uh, 13, verse 11, starting verse 11, he said, He knew the plans of betraying him, which is why he said, Not all of you are clean. After washing their feet and picking up his garments, he reclined at the table again. And this is Jesus speaking here. He says, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord and truly that is who I am. So if your Lord and teacher washes your feet, then you should wash one another's feet. I am your example. Keep doing what I do. I tell you the truth. A servant is not greater than the master. Those who are sent are not greater than the one who sends them. If you know these things, and if you put them into practice, you will find happiness. I am not speaking about all of you. I know who I have chosen, but let the Hebrew scripture be fulfilled that says the very same man who eats my bread with me will stab me in the back. 
Assuredly, I tell you these truths before they happen, so that when it all transpires, you will believe that I am. I tell you the truth. Anyone who accepts the ones I send accepts me. In turn, the ones who accept me also accept the one who sent me. Jesus was visibly distra uh, distressed. He says, I tell you the truth. One of you will betray me. So the disciples began to stare at one another, wondering who was the unfaithful disciple. One disciple in particular, who was, who was loved by Jesus, reclined next to him at the table. Peter motioned to the disciple at Jesus' side, to the blood of the disciple. Find out who the betrayer is. Beloved disciple, leaning to Jesus, Lord, who is it? And Jesus says, I will dip a piece of bread in my cup and give it to the one who will betray me. He dipped one piece in the cup and gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. After this occurred, Satan entered into Judas, Jesus to Judas. Make haste and do what you are going to do. No one understood Jesus' instruction to Judas because Judas carried the money some thought he was being instructed to buy the necessary items for the feast or give some money to the poor. So Judas took a piece of bread, his piece of bread, and departed into the night. We we see here, I mean, and this has got to be a really uncomfortable, I mean, if you think of it today, if you were sitting around your family or a group of friends and um, for a birthday party or whatever, and the person whose birthday it was, you know, looked around and said, one of you are going to betray me. One of you aren't really my friend. And the person I give my bread to is the one who, who who's not the true friend. And he hands it to you right in front of everybody. You know, I can, I'm just picturing this. Just picture it in your mind, what that would look like and how embarrassing and uh, how, how just, I mean, embarrassing, distraught. I mean, Think of any emotion that you might feel in that scenario and just picture that and feel that. It would be so uncomfortable. I know to me it would be. Um, and the the disciples didn't understand the instructions that that Jesus gave Judas. And we all know that Judas is the one who betrayed Jesus and turned him into the um the pharisees and and then that led to jesus crucifixion and and it was it was always going to happen there i mean jesus you know and god were the same in one but um you know he, he could have stopped it you know really if you really think about it you know jesus if jesus was not the man we knew then he could uh he could do anything he wanted but uh he knew what he knew what he needed to do and he knew why the father was doing what he was doing. But, um, you know, think about this. We all have a Judas in our life. We we have one, not necessarily who betrayed us and, and you know, and, and got us crucified. But think someone who may have betrayed you, a friend, a family member, um, a, a loved one, just, just anybody um, could could be the Judas in your life. And... Um, but if you really think about it, um, well, let me just read you this. It says, yet in that moment, hours before the death of Jesus, Judas ate too. 
Jesus fed Judas too. Jesus prayed for Jesus Judas too. Jesus washed Judas's feet too. And I struggle to fathom that kind of love. A love that would feed the mouth that deceived you. A, a love that would wash the treasonous, treasonous excuse me, feet of the traitor. A love that could forgive even the vilest of betrayals. I honestly struggle to comprehend it, and then suddenly I realize that I am Judas. And in that moment, I am so thankful and altogether overwhelmed that Judas ate too. I mean, you, we saw it right there that you know Jesus washed the disciples' feet. Well, Judas was a disciple. They ate together. They prayed together. Jesus loved Judas. Jesus washed, uh, Jesus washed Judas's feet. He fed Judas. He, he broke bread with him. And all the time he knew that Judas was going to betray him and be the one that turned him in. Um, and like I said, we we all have a Judas in our life. We all have someone who's done something to uh, harm us, whether it be mentally, emotionally, or even physically. And yet, Jesus loves them just as much as he loves you. And while J Jesus loved the one who would ultimately uh, deceive him and turn him into the Pharisees and get him crucified... Jesus still did all of that for Judas and to Judas. He loved him, and you know. And I, I would, I in in my heart, well, I feel that Jesus had forgiven Judas. Um, he loved him. Um, you know, we can't, we can't really, um, you know, we can, I can't really fathom just how 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 he was able to do that. You know, I have people in my life that um, I have had so much hatred towards and so much unforgiveness towards that it, it, it ate me up inside. It may ruin just just day life. Um, and some of those, most of those, I have forgiven and moved on and forgot about it. Um, you know, and there's, I mean, one in particular that I'm, I'm still struggling to do that with. Um, I know I'm going to get there. And I know what Jesus had called to do. Um, and it's hard. It's hard to forgive someone who has done something so unthinkable to you and your family. Um, and uh, I, I, I continue to, just to seek the Lord and, I, and, and to work on it. Uh, and get that done. And I know it's going to be. It could be tomorrow. It could be tonight. It could be. It could be a couple weeks. It could be. I don't know how long it could be. Um, you know. But I. I know what I need to do. Um, of course. You know. You have the mind and you have the flesh that. Um, you know. Will. Will speak to you and and say, hang on to that and hang on, hang on to that anger and hang on to that age hatred. Uh, but again, that's just going to eat you up inside. So continue to pray for me on that um i know i know it's going to happen uh, i know that i need to do it and um you know it's it's um you know it's just it's, it's just hard um but i know it's going to happen so um that's all i have today so i hope you enjoyed it i hope that is is provoked a thought in your mind that um 
those that have done you wrong, whether you, you've known them, uh, whether whether it be just someone in traffic you don't know that cut you off, you can uh, you could forgive them because uh, Jesus forgave them too, and Jesus loves them too. And you have to remember that Judas ate too. So I hope you um, enjoyed that. Um, if you are a Zion Community Church member that listening to this, don't forget we have Wednesday night Bible study on Zoom from about 6.40 to about 7.30. And then our Thursday night prayer that um, uh, is from 8.30 to 8.45. And I know, listen, I have not been on that. And so uh, Pastor uh, Kujanga uh, had said it that he expects 100% participation. And, I mean, you can just, you call in, hop on Zoom. You don't have to speak. You don't have to have your camera on. You can you can sit there. You can pray. You can listen. Um, you can talk to the Lord uh, while um, he is praying. And so, uh, you know, that that's something that uh, the Lord had uh, had, you know, pierced my heart about that I have not been on there. Um, and so, um, I plan on being on it this, uh, this Thursday, this week and, uh, be praying for that 15 minutes and I've done it before and it, it goes, it goes by so quick. You don't realize that 15 minutes is, is gone, come and gone. So I hope you join us for that. It's also on zoom, uh, the same link. Um, you can join us if you are not part of the church text, please. Um, you can uh, text uh, pastor, you can uh, post on our Facebook page, and we can get you that number. Um, and so uh, don't forget, you can also catch us live on Sunday on our uh, Zion Community Church Facebook page. And um, and it would be great. I hope you uh, join us for that too. Well, hey, you guys have a great evening or morning whenever you listen to this. And uh, have a great rest of the week, and I will see you either Wednesday night for Bible study or Sunday at Zion Community Church.